You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Bible said, Paul said, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who changed the truth of God for the lie and worship and serve the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them over to vile passions. They became perverted. They were intelligent, but they became perverted. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. See, they're perverted. They have been given over. Burned in their lusts for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind or to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife. Deceitful, evil-mindedness, they are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Whoa, is this the world we live in? Undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice Such things are deserving of death. Not only do the same, not only do they participate in these things, not only do they do the same, but they also approve of those who practice them. So you got people who are involved in things because God has given them over to a debased or reprobate mind. Not only do they do the wickedness that they do, but they applaud those who do 
the same. Or they support those who do the same. See, something about wicked folk, they're going to support each other. They're going to stand with each other. If only the church could stand together the way we see wicked folk having each other's back. But notice when we look at verse number 22. Because all of these folk who are involved in all of these things that I have named are being self-led. They're being self-led. You notice two times God said that he gave them up. And then one time he says he gave them over. See, when God gives a person up or when he gives a person over, he's given them up or he's given them over. Y'all better listen to me to themselves. No matter how much we want to do right, if God gives us over to ourselves, there's no way we can do right. Because it is not within us to do right because of our carnal nature. Come on somebody. For we were born in sin and we were shaped in what? Iniquity. Nobody in here was born saved. Nobody in here was born filled with the Spirit of God. We was all born sinners. Am I right? And so when God gives people over to themselves, please understand this is judgment. This is when you see folk living the way they're living and they're proud about it. I said they're proud about how they're living. They're proud to let you know what they're involved in. And they'll tell you that they're living in their own truth. Come on, somebody. Or they're doing their own thing. And leave me alone. Let me be me. Let me do what I want to do. It's my life. Come on, somebody. And to a certain point, you have to let people live their life. You can't make nobody do right. Woo! Are y'all here? I'm, I'm about to give you this subject. I said, we can't make nobody do right. You can't continue to beat somebody up with the word thinking that's going to make them do right. No, they have to come to themselves and desire not to be led by themselves. And those of us who are saved this morning, in time past, before we came to Christ and received Jesus, we were self-led people. Come on. We were self-led people. Woo! I said, we were self-led people. Brother, you didn't chase all them women just to be doing. You were self-led. We were self-led people. Doing what we wanted to do. Or as the old folks say, what we feel like we big and bad enough to do. I told y'all it contained me. Some of y'all already looking, and I ain't even got into it. It's just an introduction. Loosen up. Because we were self-led people. Many of us live a point in time where we were very selfish people. Oh, you folk look at you now and talk about how, how, how giving you are and, and how you're willing to give of yourself and, and, and how you just want to help others. We ain't always been that way. Some of us used to be some very self, and some of you still there. You still a very selfish and self-centered person. And when you are selfish to the core, you are a self-led person. 
And God going to talk to you today. He's going to talk to you today in order to get you off of that path that many of us have been on. Because if you ever notice something about selfish people, it never ends well for them. Never ends well for selfish people. Okay, look at verse 22. Let me give y'all this subject. Some of y'all, some of y'all ready for the subject. Professing, verse 22, to be wise. Now, I talked to y'all on New Year's Eve about there are some folk who are intelligent, but their intelligence is perverted. I'm backing up what the Holy Spirit gave us. Professing to be wise, they became fools. I want to talk from a subject this morning. Self-led people are fools. I want to talk from a subject this morning. Self-led people are fools. Again, I want to talk from the subject, and please don't think that I have intentionally called anybody a fool. But if you are a self-led person, look at the subject. Self-led people are fools. Let's give God a praise for our subject on this morning. Woo, quiet in the house. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Self-led people are fools. We all must be careful when it comes to what we allow to enter into our hearts, our heart being our mind, our spirits. But we also have to be careful, I should say, of the things that we allow not just to enter into our heart, our heart again being our mind or our spirits, but the things that we allow to linger there and eventually we began to act upon what's in our heart, heart being mind. We begin to speak based upon what has entered into our mind or our mind set. You have to be careful. I talked to us about how many people can say that God dropped something in their spirit. Or God calls something to enter into their spirit. Or God told me to do such and such. Or God said such and such to me. One thing we have to realize as Christians, as born again believers, is that not everything, come on somebody, not everything that enters into our mind is of God. Woo, yeah, I had, to, I had to just pause for a minute. Not everything that enters into your mind is of God. Even if you pray every day, even if you get in the Word every day, there is no guarantee that every ideal, come on somebody, every thought, every plan that comes into your being or your spirit is necessarily from God. I just need that to sit there. Because you know you got folk who act like God is always talking to them. 
I want to do you live with anybody like that. I want to do you work with anybody like that. Uh Uh-oh. Wonder do you go to church with anybody like that. God is always talking to them. Why? Because they always have a prophecy for somebody. God is always talking to them. He talks to them about you more than he talks to you about yourself. I'm wondering about such people, but I don't really have to wonder. I know they're hypocrites to the bone. God ain't talking to some people the way that he, they want you to think he's talking to them. Y'all, I'm going to deal with it today now. Some folk want you to think that they don't live on earth. They already have their mansion in heaven. And so when they leave church today, they're not going to an earthly address. They're going up into heaven, be seated at the right hand of Jesus so he can tell them all of our business. But we laughing, but not everything that enters my mind, I'm talking about me, the pastor, is God. Some thoughts enter your mind and they're demonic. They have been planted there by demons or evil spirits. You say, Pastor, I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe in evil spirit. Doesn't matter what you believe. There are some things your unbelief cannot change. It is the order of things. It is the set order of how God do things. See, man is created a three-part being. Man is spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit is just as important as our physical body. Because through the spirit part of a man, it is what allows us to be conscious of a God that we cannot see. Come on. Without us being spirit, God couldn't communicate with us. Not the way he wants to communicate. But that is also the same access, the same avenue by which evil spirits... Speak to us. And you know, I, I know some of us have been around a while. We've seen some folk do some crazy stuff. L- listen to me. we seen some folk do some crazy stuff. And then after doing it, try to convince you that God told them to do it. Come on. You know, you, you, y'all done heard these stories? Single person walking up to a person just out the blue telling that person, God said, you my husband. He did. How did God tell you that? And I can't hardly stand you. How did he show you that? You looking all crazy. God said, you my husband. Did God tell you that I'm engaged to something? Did he tell you that? See, some stuff in our spirit, y'all, is demonic. Y'all, y- y'all, as saved as we are, there are things that have entered our mind that we had to immediately cast down that thought. 
Because what entered our minds, oh, teach it, Pastor, is something that we vow not to get back involved with. Something that God freed us from. Come on, don't ever act like you don't ever have an evil thought that comes based upon what you used to be in your past. Come on, don't, don't tell me you ain't ever looked at somebody and a thought came into your mind that was pure evil. See, because evil spirits are real. But finally, and probably the one that gives us as Christians the most trouble is discerning these thoughts that are self. Distinguishing God's will from our will. Come on. Knowing when God is speaking, uh-oh, say it, Pastor, and when this is just me. This is just what I want. This is just what I want to do. Hold on. This is just what I want to say. How many of you ever said something to a person that you knew at the beginning, you thought God wanted you to say that to them, but you recognize that one God talking, that was me talking. How you know it was you talking? Because you had to go back and apologize for what you said. See, you're never going to say something that God tells you to say and have to apologize for it. Why? Because everything God does is right. But whenever we think God is telling us to say something, in our mouth, our tongue is moving faster than our mouth. And we say what we shouldn't say. Once you say it, you can't get it back. Once you ring a bell, it can't be unheard. You can't unring a bell. That's what I'm talking about. You can't unring a bell. When a bell rings, somebody heard it. And when we let stuff come out of our mouth, that's wrong. We can't repent, but we said it. We said it. Some of you done got foretold thinking it was God. But you soon knew it wasn't God because you started cussing. <laughs> well, Pastor, God told me to just, that I needed to just let. You know good and well God ain't told you to cuss nobody out. Well, you're right, Pastor. I got a little bit into myself, but, but, but some of it God would. You think God wants us talking like that? Well, some of it's him, some of it's, some of it's us. You L Listen to me, because this ain't nothing to play with. When you're like this, it ain't funny because, well, it has its comical side, but it's really not funny because you can say things that damage people. You, you can say something to hurt people. See, folks think I'm hard when I say to people, don't come to this church and go around prophesying to people. I don't play that. Why? Because your false prophecies can hurt people. When you talk and don't know what you're talking about, you hurt people. You get people off course. You tell people things that are not true. And then they come to me saying, Pastor, why did so-and-so say such-and-such to me? Come on, somebody. It, 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 ain't, it ain't like we've all been guilty. Can't stand up here and tell y'all after 28 years of marriage, 30-something years being with the same woman, that I ain't had to apologize to Donna. 
I done lost, I ain't got enough fingers. I ain't got enough toes. And I told her things. And gave her scripture with it. Only to find out. Self. Self. And when we move like this as Christians... A lot of time, not only are we in self, but we're trying to use the scripture, you better watch out, to manipulate somebody or to get control over. So you got to be careful when folk use scripture with you. You better know who you're dealing with because there are a lot of people who use the Bible to control people. This is where cults come from. You have folk that are involved in cults, but they read and have the Bible. What's going on? They're using scripture to control people or to manipulate people. This ain't a cult up here. I preach the word. You're free to do what you want to do. But you ain't free to do some things here at the church and be in leadership. I draw a line. I draw. I don't expect nobody to be perfect, but I draw a line. If you're going to be in leadership... You should be at a point to where you're able to act a certain way because I'm putting you in front of people. Is it right? If you're taking notes, just note this. We must know the source or the origin of what enters our mind or our mindset. Are y'all with me before I move on? You got to discern the source, the origin of this thought. And see y'all, it, 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 I, I look at some people, they basically live in an unhappy life. Now hold on, a lot of people can't, they can't really deal with this. And so when they come in front of people, they pretend to be happy. Because they, the last thing they want you to know is just how unhappy they really Hold on. Seeing that you just love their new car. You would just love to have their house. Their life. But you don't realize sometimes when you covet to be somebody else, you don't realize just how unhappy that person is when they go home. You got so many women, they all up in women's face just bragging about their husband, just bragging about what he does to them, just, just bragging about, oh, their life, and oh, oh, he bought me this, and, and he bought me that. And, but see, when she go home, that man ignores her. That man ain't bought her nothing. She bought it for herself, and she's making payments. But she wants you to think. This is what makes social media so dangerous. Is that 90% of what you're looking at on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter is not real. People standing in front of stuff they don't even own. You get a billboard of Hawaii. It's going to look just like Hawaii, and then you just stand back in some summer wear, and now a person who ain't been able to go nowhere because the money is tight, 
Y'all, 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 I'm teaching this stuff. Now they look at your picture you posted. And they're mad about the life they live and wondering why they can't go to Hawaii. Not knowing you ain't went. You ain't even there. That's why I don't get jealous of what nobody has. Nothing God will give you that will cause me to be jealous of you. Nothing. Nothing. Come on, somebody. This word is powerful. Nothing. Somebody shout no thing. Somebody shout no thing. I'm happy for you. Don't want what you have. I'm happy. That's envious. When you not only want what a person has, you want theirs. And the church is filled. With envious people. People coveting to be things. To do things. That God has not ordained. For them to do. Am I right about it? Am I teaching good? Notice the danger. Of being self-led. Go to Luke 12. Because the subject is self-led people. Or fools. Go to Luke 12. Y'all doing good. Hang in here. Hang in here. Luke 12. Are y'all ready? Luke is the New Testament. I think third book. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Third book. Luke 12. Go there with me. Find it in your Bible. If you have to go to the table of your content, break down, find it. This stuff is real important. Somebody going to get delivered today. Somebody going to get delivered today. Luke 12 and verse 16. Deliver how, Pastor? From, from being self-led. From being self-led. You're not going to live your best life unless you're spirit-led. Okay, how much the enemy make you think, oh, you're living your best life. You can't live your best life and be self-led. I, I mean, agree with that. Because nobody, somebody shout nobody. nobody. Somebody shout nobody. nobody. Shout like you mean it, nobody. Listen, nobody has messed you up more than you. If you just need one thing for why you don't ever want to be self-led, it's because of how many times you done messed yourself up. And so you get to a point in life where you need to fire yourself. Say, I'm, I'm firing myself. I'm no longer CEO. I'm no longer boss. Holy Spirit is CEO. Holy Spirit is boss. Shot caller. Y'all ain't familiar with that word. Luke 12. Shot caller. Some of us think we the shot caller. And see, so you'll jack your life up being the shot caller. Luke 12, 16. Because there are certain things that enter your mind. God not going to stop you from doing it. You're a free moral agent. He'll warn you. He'll advise you. But he won't come down and twist your arm. Come on. God, just make me lead these drugs along. He can't. You can't make you leave them alone if you still want them. Can't make you leave them alone if you still want to be around people who doing them. Okay, how much you cry? You messing yourself up. Notice Luke 12. Now he'll certainly help because he helped some in here that's been delivered. Yeah, we have some former crack, crack addicts, former alcoholics. Come on, whoremongers. 
Come on, well, Pastor, I just, I just, I, I just got the urge to just sleep around. God help you. He helped many of us. Well, you got to stop all that. Well, Pastor, I, I just like a variety. That ain't good when it comes to sexual partners. That ain't good. Like variety in cookies. Come on. Come on, like, like. Come on, I, I'm teaching this thing right. I'm teaching this thing right. Because when you start wanting variety, Pastor, I want me one speak a different language. I can't even understand what she's saying. It ain't good. See, I'm, I'm teaching right because, because the world says, hey, get all you can. See, we grew up, they made boys feel like, and I don't know if they still do this today, the reason I'm saying it because they do need to bust it up. You know, girls needed to remain virgins as long as they possibly could. And if girls slept around, then okay, you, you finna get tagged with slut. She ain't nothing but a whore. You maybe done slept with two men. She ain't nothing but a whore. But then the boys, the boys, we got treated differently. See, that bring Brother Allen back to spot. We got treated differently. They, they, they wanted to know had you hit something. And if you ain't hit nothing, you got picked at. And then when, I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning up the best I can. Then when you start hitting, y'all know what hitting me. When you start hitting stuff, folks start treating you like you was a star. Come on, I've been there. Treat me like I'm a star. Why? Because they know I'm hitting this, this, and this. But what they didn't know is that hitting, hitting, hitting landed me somewhere. Where I needed medical attention. What was wrong with you back then, Pastor? Hitting, 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 hitting. And back when I grew up, most of the time, them, them red bones, we desperately wanted them. We needed them. <laughs> we craved them. I ain't saying all of them, but a lot of times the pretty girls, they was the one tearing. Come on. Before we tell her back then, you better cover up. But see, it was hard to cover up with something so. I got one brother going to tell the truth. The rest of you brothers, don't come to me after church. Luke 12. Hey, one brother going to be honest. I don't know what that's going to cost him, but, but, but he was honest, though. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> Luke 12, 16. It's a good word because we got to teach our young people. We got to teach our young people. Do y'all realize, hold on, I'm finna move on, but watch how the Holy Ghost happening. Do y'all real, how, realize how many commercials we see nowadays that encourage young people to be sexually permissive with the mindset or the idea that we've created a drug to keep you undetected? Come on. And so our young people look at that like, well, you know, all I got to do is just, just, just get on some of that. Let me tell you something. There are some diseases out here. There are some diseases that ain't even showed up yet. That that stuff can't do nothing with it. There are still diseases that man has no cure for, such as herpes. Ain't no cure for that. 
They can keep you clear for a couple days. Hey! wants to be clear when you can abstain and be healed. And you can let God send the right one. And let the players play until they get played out. Because that's what happened to all players. I'm a former player. All players eventually get played. Come on. And most players can't handle getting played. That's the reason a playboy will cry like a baby if a girl cheat on him. But I thought you were hidden. Did this and did. One girl cheated on you. And you're snotting. I'm trying to move on. I don't even know why I'm here. And most of the time, women are more clever cheaters than men. Because most men got to tell somebody. But a woman, a cat a thing to a grave. Be seated. I'm going too far. A woman will let you be around somebody she done been with. You can't even detect. You sitting up there fist bumping him in. What's up, bro? What's up? She, she just standing about like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> but see, most unsaved men, when they go around anything they done hit, they just be looking like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know her? I don't know her. You acting like you. <laughs> Brother want to go around like, remember me? <laughs> Luke 12, got to move fast. This going to help our young people. Let them name call you. Let them talk about you. Young girl, if you in here and you still a virgin, you are precious. Hold on. Hold tight. You're in a generation where folk don't value that. Hold tight. Be still. Be still. And if you're messed up, and repent it, you good. You good. Just be still. Don't do it again. Be still. Luke 12. Got to move faster. Luke 12, 16. Then he spoke a parable to them. The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and be a greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul or to myself, Soul, self, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, retire, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, God said to him, what? What did God call him? What did God call him? Somebody shout, God called a man a fool. You got to understand why God himself called a man a fool. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Do you see that this man was a self-led, rich Come on. I'm going to say that again. We see a self-led, rich fool. Pastor, anything wrong with being rich? No. Many of us are rich. 
Proverbs 10, 22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and add no what? Sorrow. If God is blessing you and he keeps on blessing you, you're going to become rich. Woo! Uh-oh, hold on, let me deal with it. Now, some of y'all look at me like, that's a lie. Everybody, get... No, it's not a lie. You don't understand rich. You think rich only deals with money. You got a bad definition of being rich. There are folk who got millions and are poor. They're poor in spirit. Come on. Come on. Many of us are already rich. We have money. We have things. Most of all, we have true happiness. Come on. And we don't do anything for things. Never love money to the point to where you do anything for money. Because you're going to end up being rich, but a rich fool. For the love of money is the root of all what? Evil. Don't be hasty to be rich or to just get money. This is what's wrong in our day and time. A lot of people we see on TV, such things like Hip Hop Atlanta and all of the hip hops, they are rich fools. Anytime a man take a diamond worth $20 million and implant it in his forehead. This is a rich fool. And somebody going to bust him upside his head one day. I'm prophesying. Somebody going to bust him upside his head one day. That's $20 million. You see these folks all got $2 million on their teeth. Teeth. Now, I like jewelry. But we don't have to be assessing. To where, to where it's obvious that you worship your jury. I don't worship my jury. Come on. Come on, somebody. I don't worship my jury. Now, I have come to a point in life. Don't hate me for it. But I like good jury. I, 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 I bought fake things. I wore fake stuff. But I don't like cleaning. I don't like how it turns. I don't like how it turns my skin green. There's a whole lot of things that me and fake stuff, we don't get along anymore. But I'm not going to do anything wrong to have nice things. If I think right, if I talk right, if I do right, God will give me nice things. He'll give you nice things. He's already given me nice things. He's already given you nice things. But notice this man thought he was being wise. But see, he was selfish. Notice when he had a whole lot, he ain't thought not for one minute of who can I help? Who can I share with? See, we know we self-led when you're never a blessing to nobody. Except giving away what you don't want and what needs to go in the trash can. See, when you spirit-led, you're going to be a blessing to people. Listen, throughout your life, you're going to be a blessing to folk at your church. You're going to be a blessing to people in your family. Come on, somebody. But selfish people only think about themselves. And nowadays we have many rich, self-led fools. Oprah is a self-led fool. Don't y'all say it. Just let me say it. Pastor, you, you, you shouldn't call her that. I listen to Oprah. Why? 
Why would you as a Christian listen to Oprah? Do you know what Oprah said about Jesus? Oprah said Jesus is not the only way to God. She said there's many ways to God. She blasphemed. On TV, in public. But you still love her. Come on. She's a self-led fool. What does it prosper? Oh, man. Well, I got a lot of Oprah people in here. Oh, I got a lot of Oprah folks in here. <laughs> More than I thought. <laughs> what does it prosper, man? To gain the whole world and lose his what? Soul. That's what you see people doing. And people who have lost their soul, people who have blasphemed, what they want to try to get you to do is for you to blaspheme, for you to follow them. That's what I'm telling you. If you spirit led, there are certain trends, no matter how popular it is, no matter how hot it is, no matter how much it's ringing, that's my word, it's ringing. You can't follow it because you ain't self led. Let me tell you something. When you spirit led, there are certain things you'll go to do, and the Lord will say to you, I don't want you to do that. Now, see, you can't look around and say, well, she, she do it. She doing it. He talking to you. Come on. Oh, I said he talking to you. Notice First Corinthians. I said he talk. How, how many God have ever told you some things he don't want you to do? How, how many, how many, how many you, you, you could write out a list of things that you know God told you he don't want you to do? Come on. I'm looking all around the things he told you he don't want you to do. Now that don't mean you go tell somebody else they can't do it. He talking to you. He told you don't you do it. Don't you go there. Don't you hang with them. Come on. Look at 1 Corinthians 3. You know, I, I go to this store. And uh, whenever I'm out of town, I, I go to this particular store where I like to buy my blue jeans. And uh, so every time I go in, I'll see if they got the latest pair of these blue jeans. If they got a different color or what have you. And so I'm going in now. And every time I go in, I'll be like, y'all got something new? they be like, no. Yeah, 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 we do. We got something new. And then they'll bring it out. Now listen at me now. And they pull out these pants that got holes, and they ripped. And I tell them every time, I say, I, I, say, I, don't, do, I don't do holes in the jeans. I don't do ripped jeans. And they were like, oh, you don't? I said, no, I don't, I don't do that. And see, see, the reason I don't do it, I'm just sharing a little something about myself today. The reason I don't do it is because when we grew up, you didn't want pants with holes. If you had holes in your pants, you were looking to get them stitched. You were looking for mama to patch them or do something. Why? You wanted some nice stuff. But notice how powerful a trend can be. A trend can be so trendy that it will cause people to buy brand new jeans. Wow, well, making some of you mad they got your holes in your jeans. You bought a brand new pair of jeans that's ripped up, tore all up. You think you cool. But you only doing that because somebody started that. Let me tell you how, how, how folks are. Sometimes people are start something by accident. They, it, it take a rapper to wear some jeans that he had a hole and he ripped them on the way to the concert. Got a big old hole. He decided not to change. So he go out there and start getting down and throwing down. For, oh man, look, look, Lil Wayne got on ripped jeans. Look, look, and he wear them down all the way down his behind. Man, I'm going to wear my jeans all the way down to my behind. I, I, I want me some ripped jeans. 
That's another spirit-led fool. First Corinthians 3. Y'all hang in here. I'm going to be done. Come on, this word good for you. First Corinthians 3. Well, pastor, something telling me to get up and leave. Don't remember what I told you. Be careful what enters your mind. <laughs> Give me a few more minutes. Just be careful. It ain't God telling you to leave, especially if you ain't got nowhere to go. Come on, Golden Corral going to be there. Going to let them folk eat that leftover so you'll go in there and get that fresh. 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 19. Come on, y'all please hang in here. I'm coming down. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 19. For the wisdom of this world. Y'all got it? Y'all quiet. 1 Corinthians 3 and 19. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. Again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile and capable of producing godly results. But notice this, for the wisdom of the world is what? Foolishness to who? Foolishness to who? See, so you have to understand a distinct difference between divine wisdom, wisdom that comes from God, knowledge, understanding that comes from above, versus worldly wisdom. See, the wisdom of the world is foolishness to God. Why is it foolishness to God? Because man's wisdom, which includes me and y'all, is always limited. God is the only one whose wisdom is unlimited. You know God can tell you you healed and a doctor will look at an x-ray and tell you you're going to die. And then God could look at his wisdom and say it's foolishness for by my stripes you are already what? Healed? And even if it is your time to go, you're going to a better place. For to be absent from the body is to be present with who? The Lord? Let me get ready to bring it in. Back in Romans 1. And that's when you hear people saying things. And it sounds good to you. You have to try that spirit. You have to understand where that person is coming from. You have to understand why they're saying what they're saying. Y'all know how well I teach y'all. When you see a person living one way, but they're talking another way, you have to understand sometimes they're talking what they're talking, but they're not talking what you're talking. Oh, break that thing down, Pastor. You see these superstars when they win awards and ain't hardly got no clothes on. And they're standing up there with their, 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 their Grammy or their Oscar, whatever they're showing all of their bread, practically all of it. Come on, come on, don't get mad at me. And they're standing up there, and this is what they always say. And tonight I just want to thank God for all of his many wonderful blessings. He has brought me to this place. I, I just, I don't know without God, I don't know where, where I'd be tonight. <laughs> Did I hit it, brother, right? Did I? But see, here's the thing. She's talking about a God, but not your God. 
she's talking God, lowercase g. She's not talking about Yahweh. She ain't talking about the God of the Bible. She ain't speaking about Yeshua. Because if she said Yeshua, she couldn't wear in public what she got on. She couldn't bless and curse with the same mouth. And see, sometimes we are ignorant and we're pulled in because people say God. Farrakhan say God all the time, but he's talking about Allah. The Muslims serve a moon god. We serve the true and living God. Pastor, you go to the million man march. Why would I win? And he ain't marching for the God that I serve. I don't believe in Allah. The Quran and the Bible are not the same. I told y'all laying it down. Laying it down. Well, Pat, you know, I, I, I dibble in a little bit of this and I dibble in a little bit of that. See, you self-led. There are many religions. But one faith. You can get caught up in things that you don't even realize is a religion. I got to move on because I got to close. When you have to join things and do things in secret. When you have to pledge behind closed doors. When you have to pledge your allegiance to a thing for the rest of your life and become a sisterhood or a brotherhood to this thing for your life, that's a religion. That's a religion. Come on. Laying that word down. Romans 1. Let's get ready to close it. Woo, some of y'all are looking. Now he talks about a number of things, but notice in verse 24. Therefore God also gave them up. You see it in verse 24. Therefore also God gave them. See, God will speak to man to try to get man to turn from himself, from his wicked ways. But when man won't do it, then he gives them up. This is when you start seeing people living in ways they're not afraid to blaspheme God. They're not afraid to mock the cross. You know, that takes something to do. Many of us were sinners. We were sinners and wouldn't do certain things. We, we still had what we called a feel. God, back. come on. I remember riding by churches with your loud music, but, but you was a sinner to the core. But you turned that music down when you go by that church. Why? You feared God. You wouldn't cuss in front of folk you knew were saved. You tried to get your mouth right. Come on, y'all. Try to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am to people. <laughs> come on. But see, nowadays it's a whole lot different. Nowadays young people are so ungodly, they don't even respect their elders anymore. See, see, this is, this, this is the day and time which we live in. And God is steadily giving people up. So I told y'all New Year's Eve night, you're going to see more perverse things happen in 2024 than you've seen in your life. Why? Because God is giving them up. He's giving them over to themselves. In other words, look at it like this. God is saying to some folk, okay, you don't want me. Have you? Have you? You, you don't want my way? Okay, do it your way. And this is when you're going to see people get in trouble. They're going to call on God. But the scripture says that you can call on him, but he said, I will not answer. 
See, don't, see, don't always believe in deathbed salvation. Don't always believe that long as you utter out your mouth, God forgive me of my sin and I receive Jesus the Lord and say that you're going to heaven. No! You could be that person that he gave up, that he gave over because you would never listen to it. And yeah, you're praying, preachers are laying hands on you, but he gave you up. Look, look, look at verse 26. I'm coming in. Look at verse 26. He says again, for this reason, see, see, they wouldn't heed God. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. Look, look at that. Vile passions. To do perverted and wicked things. Notice verse 8. And even if they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debase or to a reprobate mind. Women with with women, and they're saying that it's okay. Men with men, and they're saying it's okay. A woman thinking she can turn herself into a man, and now I'm supposed to call a man a woman, and now we don't even want pronouns, and now a person can be a it, and now a, a person claiming they're a cat, no, y'all laughing. This is the world we live. This stuff is crazy. But see, what would make a person do such a thing? God turning them over. See, one man, he, he created a dog suit. I mean, a very expensive dog suit that he lives in and he moves around in as a dog. Y'all going to see a lot of things. You're going to see a lot of things. Children now claiming homosexuality at the age of four and five. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? A world so perverted that people are giving children puberty blockers. At the age of five, they're giving a girl medicine so that she'll never grow breasts. Giving boys medicine so they'll, so they'll never stand up. This is pure evil. This is wickedness. Self-led fools. And one of the biggest self-led fools there ever was and ever is and pray repent is Barack Obama. He's a self-led fool who claims that his greatest legacy of his presidency is helping homosexuals. You see now the Pope, the leader of the Catholic Church, has now given permission to the Catholic Church to bless same-sex unions and marriages. Going totally against the word and the book. What's going on with the Pope? Because the Pope know he a powerful man. The Pope know what he said. That's what others going to say. What's happening with the Pope? God is giving these people over to themselves. And it's going to take strong preachers. To preach the truth and to say things that upset people and causes us to think as Christians. 
And notice he began to talk about sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy. Look how even envy folks is all each other. Folks will kill you over your shoes. Murder, strife, deceit, evil mindedness. Then he said they are whispers. Whispers are slanderers, but they slander people secretly. See, that's evil. That's a self-led fool. When you got an alt with somebody, but you don't go to that person, you go to somebody else talking about that person, and you're wanting them to be confidential. You're wanting them not to tell what you're saying. You're a whisperer. Because the Bible said if you got an alt with somebody, you go to them and to them alone. Why are you not doing that, whisperer? Why are you a secret slanderer? Because Proverbs said that a whisperer will separate or divide the best of friends. You have to be careful of whisperers because whisperers divide people who are supposed to be together. You have to watch people who come to you and they want to talk about somebody else. Y'all don't like it. Y'all don't like it. See, that's the way the devil want to take the power out of the church. We can't be powerful and we talk about one another. We can't be powerful and we putting down one another and we slandering each other. And sometimes we talking about people about stuff that ain't our business know how. So he names all these things in my clothes. Well, you know, I, I don't understand, Pastor. You ain't supposed to understand, Pastor, because you ain't Pastor. How can you not, being a Pastor, understand me and I'm a Pastor? I don't understand what it's like to be a woman. Come on. I don't understand what it's like to be a woman. I thank God I was born a man. I do. I thank God. Now, I think the most beautiful creature God created was a woman. But y'all are also the most difficult creatures he, he created. Y'all are some of the most complicated. I don't care if y'all women get mad. I told y'all the most beautiful things God created. <laughs> but y'all can be very, most men are very simple. Very simple. Most men, unless you see a man acting like a woman. I don't like men to act like women. You gossip too much, brother. The Bible calls women busybodies. Busybody women. Paul called them silly women. <laughs> Somebody mad. Somebody mad, but I don't care. You're a silly woman. Stop talking about people. And if you know the scripture and you do opposite, then you're a hypocrite. If you don't know the scripture, understand you got a problem with somebody, go to that person. Go to that person. Don't bring foolishness up here. Don't bring foolishness up here. You got problems, somebody go to them. And make sure if you go to them that it is a legit problem. Don't go to people like, well, you know, I'm, I'm coming to you because Pastor said go to people. And, 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 and I see how you looked at me and I, and I, I don't know. I want to see if you got something against me or that I do. Hey, get out of here. I had something in my eye when I looked at you. I didn't roll my eyes out. Come on, there are some people that say, I, I wasn't rolling my eye, I'm cross-eyed. I, I, my. 
as I close. This is a serious message. This is a serious message. Now, some stuff y'all can laugh at, y'all can think, oh, Pastor, ain't that serious. Yes, it is. Christians don't talk about each other. Not true Christians. We don't do that. We don't do that. They do that somewhere else. We don't, we don't want to do that up here. And if we do it, somebody's got to be straightened. Listen, if I don't allow people, and I'm closing in Second Chronicles, if I don't allow people to come to me and talk about y'all, why should y'all let people come to you and talk about me? I, I don't let people come up to me and talk bad about my members. A God's member who he had called me to pass. I don't play that. People know they don't. I don't play that. They never bring that trash to me. What I look like, your pastor, but behind your back talking about you. I don't do that. You look just as bad behind my back talking about me. I'm your pastor and you talking about this your church. You putting down your own church. It ain't gonna turn around and tell me, you wanna come to Bible study with me? No. <laughs> you putting down your own. What I look like going somewhere always talking about Donna behind her back. Second Chronicle, I'm close. Well, I used to do that stuff. We used to do it too when we first got married. We get with our relatives and talk about what the other name doing and what they did and what they said. And do you know what always would happen? We'll work things out. Go back around the family. Guess what? They ain't forgotten nothing you told them. I don't know why you don't leave that big head man alone anyway. He is always doing, Mama, he all right. Mama, he love. How that man love you and he called you or such and such. See, you shouldn't have told him what, what he called you. Come on. Because as soon as he called you that, yeah, about what? Uh, two or three hours later, y'all kissing. But see, Mama ain't going to forget what he called you. Because Mama don't play that. Calling her daughter that. You see what I'm saying? Y'all see what I'm saying? I'm, I, I, I ain't playing with y'all today. I'm after a spirit. We don't do it up here. Maybe you don't know better. Maybe you want the trials. Maybe you want to see. We don't do it. We don't do it. There are churches you can go to, and you're going to be right at home talking about each other and cliques. I know we have them, but I preach against them. I know folk talk about each other here, but I preach against it. I know some of y'all gossip, and I preach against it. Do I not? Do I not preach against it? Second Chronicles 7. What do I look like talking about my own mama behind her back? Shoot, I got something to say to mama. I just called her. Say, mama, let's go to lunch at Longhorn. And we got out to lunch soon. She started eating. I said, mama, you know, well, you shouldn't have said that. And then we get to talking. But guess what? It's me and mama. Right? Me and mama can settle that. Second, second, second uh, Chronicles 7, we can settle it. See, God, God, God got things in his word for a reason. Because if we do right, we can contain things. And we can kill things before they get too big. See, because see, when you go around the church spreading people business and talking about people, you hurt a person. You hurt somebody who's supposed to be at church. But once they hear what you're saying about them, they want to leave church. They saw all that. You know, I thought the church that played, well, people said, love you. They hurt me at the church. And let me tell you something. Sometimes you're going to get hurt at the church. Come on. You got hurt at the club. Second Chronicles 7. I'm closing. Yeah, some of us got hurt at the club. 
Some of us folk talked about us. Some of y'all got to fighting at the club. Oh, you think I'm lying, don't you? Put up your hand if you ever got fighting at the club or got fussing at the club. Look, look, hold your hand up high. They can't see you. If you ever got fussing or fighting at the club. Now, look at here. Look, and then went back to that same club. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? Now, folks will get their feeling hurt at church. I ain't coming back, Pastor. I quit. So-and-so, so-and-so talked about They talked about you at the club. You still got out there dropping it like it was hot. Right? The more mature you get, you, you have to develop thick skin. I know people going to talk about me. It ain't that I'm saying they cause my feelings hurt. I've been pastoring too long. It don't bother me. Because I know eventually God going to get the person. They're cursing themselves. See, Miriam and Aaron talked about Moses behind his back. Moses didn't hear them. He didn't hear what Miriam and Aaron were saying. But then God come down and told Moses, go get your sister and your brother. Tell them to meet me at church. Lord, what they done did? They've been talking bad about you. And he cursed Miriam with leprosy. See, don't put your mouth on certain people. You put a curse on yourself. But when you self-led, you end up talking about people. You end up hurting people with your mouth. You hurt family members with your mouth. Second Chronicles. And so that's reason for it got so debased in Romans 1 because they were self-led people who were fools. And that ain't what we want to be. We want to be spirit-led. In order to be spirit-led, I said Wednesday night, we have to humble ourselves. You cannot be led by the Spirit until you are clothed in humility. Because if we ain't clothed in humility, if we're proud, if we're arrogant, we're going to be self-led. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. There's a preacher here in Noonan, unless he done repented here lately. When I tell y'all this man is so arrogant. I ain't calling his name. He's so arrogant. When you see him, he's just full of arrogance. I don't care how much God blesses you. He didn't bless you to be arrogant. He didn't bless you to act like you better than ever. That ain't why he did that. Come on, somebody. We got to get this. And until you humble yourself, you can't be led by the Spirit. And if you're led by yourself, you're a fool. And you're going to mess up your life. Repent. Turn from that. Let me show you and then we're done. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Some of our favorite scripture. Check it out. He said, and my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. And my people who are called by my name will do what? Humble. Will do what? Humble themselves. Pray and seek my what? Face. Y'all know we just come out to fast. Praying and seeking God's face. And turn from their wicked ways. See, when you're being self-led, that's wicked. The only thing God wants you to do today is turn. Turn and he'll help you. Even if you done mess something up. Mess your life up. Made a bad decision. Confused. Perplexed. Unhappy. Only thing he's saying to you today, turn. It's wicked to be self-led. Turn. Repent. Have a change of mind. Have a change of heart. Notice what he'll do. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my faith, turn from their wicked ways. Because anybody can walk in selfishness. And when we recognize, hey, I'm being self-led, don't keep going down that path. Highway seem right. Just go ahead and turn. Go ahead and repent. Let God know, Lord, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have did this. Then will I hear from heaven, and I'll forgive their sin. See, God will be merciful to you. And heal their land. The land is bigger than the ground of the earth. He will heal their life. He will make 
their life better. But what they got to do? Turn. Got to turn. Got to turn. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Got to turn. If you have been being self-led. Pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.